Hey there, whiskey noobs. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This will be our first episode of 2022, so that's pretty exciting. For those of you who are new here, my name is Chris, and I'm the host of the Whiskey Noobs podcast. And we have a few announcements, actually, to kick off the new year, so I want to get into those. Some of them are planned announcements, and some of them were not planned announcements. Uh, So let's get into that. Uh, You may have noticed that it's been a few episodes since I've had had any guests on the show, and that was on purpose at first because uh, it's a lot easier to record on my own, not have to fit other people's schedules during busy times like the holidays. Um, I didn't want to make any of my guests, you know, take time out of their holiday to uh, come on the show, or if they just were super busy, it makes it really difficult. So it's easier to record by myself during those busy times like that. And I thought, well, turn of the new year, we'll get some guests on the show pretty quickly. And then, uh, just at the beginning of my holiday break, I got COVID. So now I can't have guests on for a couple more episodes. Um, And so I just wanted to acknowledge that. That is why I'm not having uh, any guests on the show, uh, at least this week and probably not next week either, um, is because I got COVID and can't be in a room with a guest who does not have COVID. So uh, that is the the reasoning for that. I'm totally fine. My wife and I are both fine. Um, We got a pretty mild case. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into COVID or anything like that, but I just wanted everybody to know that that is the reason uh, that that I didn't have any guests on for so long. Um, Now, along with that comes the announcement that I wanted to have a guest on for the cigar review episode that you know about if you're on the email list. But on the email list, I said that that was going to be January 9th, and I am going to most likely move that episode uh, to a week later, which would be January 16th. So that's going to be January 16th will be that episode in order to make it uh, easier to be able to record that episode and have time to edit it and everything. So those are the two big unexpected announcements that we have. Um, one expected announcement is if you didn't catch this in last week's episode, we will be starting to do uh, some hat giveaways on the Instagram. Those are going to be coming up here very, very shortly. Um, so make sure you're following on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs if you're not already uh, and then the next announcement which you know if you're on the email list but if you're not this is going to come as a little bit of a surprise is we will be participating in dry January uh, so if you don't know this already dry January it's kind of similar to sober October that people do um, it's just taking a month and taking a break from drinking and uh, really there's a lot of reasons for it, which we're going to go through in this episode, um, but it's really just taking a, a, a break from the drinking, especially for yours truly, considering I record a show that I have to drink whiskey on while I'm recording it. have to. I know I make it sound so bad, um, but I record a show where I'm drinking whiskey, and then if I want to ever have a casual drink, that's already multiple times a week that I'm drinking, and that, that's you know on a schedule like that, so it's really good for me to pump the brakes and not have to have... To have uh, so many drinks. I know I, I'm making it sound like drinking is just so miserable, but uh, but really be able to just take a break uh, from the drinking and be able to record the show without having a drink, things like that. So actually, I am drinking uh, Powerade right now. So that's that's a dual purpose because it's uh, dry January and also I have COVID. So uh, the Powerade is serving a dual purpose right now. 
Um, but I do want to run through um, not just dry January, but why taking a break from drinking and also from the hobby of drinking whiskey specifically uh, can be a good thing. And, you know, I, I don't want to ever give off the impression that this is meant to be a hobby of being intoxicated. This is meant to be drinking enough to get buzzed and to get drunk on a regular basis. I've always said that that's not really the case. And normally when I'm doing whiskey tastings, I'm purposefully avoiding like getting buzzed or getting drunk because I want to actually taste the whiskey. I want to have all of my wits about me so that I'm properly tasting the whiskey. Uh, but there are benefits that come with it. Uh, just like taking a break from anything, any kind of a fast, you know, there are always benefits that come with it. And so I wanted to talk about uh, those benefits as well. Now, before I get into those benefits, I do want to mention that the podcast, like the the content that's going to be brought on the podcast, is not going to change very much uh, throughout the month of January. We're still going to have most of the same content, except we're not going to have actual reviews of whiskey in January. That's the only difference. Um, we're still going to be talking about whiskey. We're still going to be talking about the hobby and a couple of other exciting things that I'm able to introduce because we're not going to be talking about just whiskey or we're not going to be reviewing whiskey rather. Um, so I'm going to get into that a little bit. And if you're um, on the email list, then you already know a little bit of that. Like I just mentioned, we're actually going to be doing a cigar review instead of a whiskey review since whiskey and cigars usually go hand in hand. Um, so you can look forward to that coming up here soon. And I want to just get into why it's important to take a break. Now, the first thing is that it's good to take a break from alcohol, right? Like not just the hobby of drinking whiskey, but alcohol in general. And I don't think most people deny that. The thing is that the the amount that you drink is going to change your experience of cutting out alcohol, right? So if you're not drinking very much at all anyways, then it's not going to make a huge impact on your life. But sometimes you can end up, you know, especially when you're doing a hobby where you're not trying to get drunk, you can end up drinking more regularly, even if you're not getting drunk and um, drinking more volume than you intend to. And the taking a break is good because then you can monitor how that affects you. If you feel a pretty big impact from taking a break from alcohol, then you were probably drinking too much alcohol. And it, if you didn't know about it already, then it probably wasn't on purpose. It was probably just like, oh, man, I must have been drinking a good amount because I can actually feel an improvement in my sleep quality, my energy levels, um, all those sorts of things. A big indicator, which can't even happen when you're drinking in small volumes, is you could lose weight. And if you're losing a significant amount of weight from not drinking for a month, uh, then you might be drinking too much as well. And even if you're not quote unquote drinking too much, right? Like, let's say you're just drinking an amount that a doctor would say that's not a problem, like a couple glasses a week. I don't know what the actual recommendation is, uh, but let's say you're not drinking too much. You can still see a benefit from it, um, a physical benefit from it, I should say. Uh, I get this way with both alcohol and caffeine, uh, two different ends of the spectrum, but both of them, when I cut them out, I find that I sleep a lot better. Uh, so you can still see some benefit from that. And it's just good to kind of remind yourself that if you're seeing that change that, oh, hey, this is what it feels like when I'm not drinking alcohol regularly, not even necessarily over drinking alcohol, but just drinking alcohol regularly. Um, so I find that that's a benefit. And 
it can just, like I said, it can be a good indicator of whether or not you're drinking too much. Uh, but I just find that it's, it's a good benefit to just take a break and look around and say, okay, this is how that not drinking has affected me and not drinking for a month has had a positive or negative, I guess it could be negative effect on my attitude, my physical health, my sleep, my energy levels. All of those sorts of things. And I don't think anybody is denying the fact that not putting alcohol in your body can be very healthy for you. I mean, fasting from anything can be healthy for you, except for like, you know, maybe food for an extended period of time. Um, but fasting from anything can be good for you. And so I, I don't think anybody is denying that, but that is one of the first benefits to uh, the dry January that we're going to be participating in. I also should mention that, you know, the podcast, quote unquote, is participating in dry January. You by no means have to. You're more than welcome to still, you know, have a glass of whiskey while you're listening. But I highly encourage everybody who listens to the podcast to at least try it. Um, maybe you're right at the beginning of getting into whiskey still, and so it's still really new and exciting for you, and you don't want to break that momentum or something like that. I can understand that. Maybe you know, try do, doing a dry month later on or a couple dry weeks, something like that. Uh, but anybody who has been listening, especially from the beginning, I highly recommend that you take a little bit of a break. You can still listen to the show. We're still going to talk about whiskey and learn a lot of cool stuff about it. But it would be beneficial to take a break from the drinking for these reasons that I'm laying out here. But once again, you by no means have to. Now, the next thing, the next aspect of this is that uh, it may have no noticeable physical effects on you, right? Like it might be that you, like me, don't think you drink very much at all. And so then you don't see any noticeable physical effects. Your energy levels don't change very much. Your sleep doesn't change very much. Uh, you don't lose any weight, stuff like that. So if that's you, that's great. That means you're not drinking too much, but it could still have good mental benefits to you. And I don't mean like chemically changing your mental like benefits, like chemically changing your mind. That's not what I mean. I mean, similar to the mental benefits that drinking whiskey has, not drinking whiskey could have the same mental benefits or different mental benefits. And let me elaborate on that a little bit. It's important. This is something I've been trying to practice, especially recently. It's important to deny yourself things that you can have with little to no consequence. And it's important to remind yourself that you are capable of going without them because there's little to no consequence to having it. Like you can have whiskey whenever you want. You can have a glass of whiskey as long as you don't have to drive or probably go to work. I don't know what kind of job you have, but most likely <laughs> not going to work. Uh, then you can just have whiskey and there's like no consequences at all. It's important, in my opinion, to deny yourself things like that. It's a practice that I like to do I actually got it from a buddy who a lot of you guys are going to know if you've been listening from the beginning. I want to say it was episode 10 was Will and Tyler. It was 10 or 11. Um, Will, he actually uh, has a little hobby, not hobby, a little trick that he does sometimes to improve his resilience. And he says, I'll just take a shower that's not warm, not cold, but it's just not warm. Like it's just not warm enough that you're like, this is kind of uncomfortable. I don't like this. And you can take a warm shower with zero negative consequence. But taking a not warm shower, but like a room temperature water shower where you're like, this kind of feels uncomfortable. It is helpful for your resilience. It's helpful to deny yourself things and to remind yourself that just because you want something and can have it doesn't mean you need to allow yourself to have it. It's a good mental practice, especially as we become adults. You know, when a kid is spoiled, we blame the parents. 
And as we become adults, we can spoil ourselves with no consequence at all. And so who do we blame then? Well, you should blame yourself if you're spoiling yourself, right? We see it with children and we're like, oh, that kid is spoiled. They should be denied some things that they could technically have. But when you see that as an adult, you don't even think anything of it. Um, so I just think it's a good practice. And I'll admit I'm, I'm very bad at it. I mean, I don't do the shower thing nearly as often <laughs> as I would like to. I'll usually get a few minutes in and be like, okay, I'm cranking the heat up. Um, but that, that just shows you how much you're spoiling yourself when you can't do stuff like that. So that's the same idea with the whiskey, where you can have whiskey with little or no consequence. If you're not drinking enough of it to, you know, get drunk or get buzzed or anything, then there's there's little consequence. You know, there's the calories and the fact that alcohol in general is not great for you. Um, but there's very little consequence that you're seeing immediately. So denying yourself that just to, for I guess, the sake of making yourself not spoiled is the best way that I can think to put it. Um, I think that that is very important and helpful for you as a person and improves, you know, your resilience. It keeps you from becoming dependent. Even if you're not dependent, it helps you to not become dependent, um, on alcohol or not get to a point where you're like, well, yeah, but I really, 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 really want this glass of whiskey. You know, you want to stop when you're at the point where you're like, well, I want a glass of whiskey, but I'm just not going to have one. You don't want to ever get to the point where (laughs) you feel like you can't quit. So even when there is no dependence, even when there is no consequence, it's still good to deny yourself things like that, in my personal opinion. And this is just my opinion right here. But I just wanted to explain to everybody why I am participating in dry January. And the effects are not all physical, like I mentioned. Um, The next big benefit, and this is one that I see all the time when I step away from whiskey. So I've mentioned a couple times that sometimes I'll record a couple episodes in a week. That way I can take a couple weeks off. And this is the reason, this is the reason that I would do that. And this is also one of the big reasons behind dry January, because I did this last year as well, by the way, the dry January thing and dry January is the longest period that I would go without drinking whiskey normally. And the biggest benefit that I get in terms of the hobby is I rediscover my appreciation for whiskey. You never truly appreciate something as much as you do when you go a really long time without it. And going a month without doing a whiskey tasting and sitting down and really appreciating that that whiskey really brings back your appreciation for it and stops you from uh, taking it for granted. You also get that feeling of looking forward to trying it again. You get that feeling, especially uh, if you buy any whiskeys throughout the month of January and you can't open them because it's dry January, then you once again get that uh, that anticipation, that excitement to try the whiskey again. And that's a really good feeling. So then you go into February almost like a mini version of when you first got into the hobby and you're excited to try new whiskeys uh, and you're looking forward to the actual tasting and actually sitting down and truly taking a moment to enjoy the glass of whiskey rather than sometimes, and I'm guilty of this just as much as the next guy, you'll, you know, you'll do tastings like that. And then sometimes you'll just, you'll pour a glass of whiskey and you'll intend to, you'll intend to sit down and really think about it and really enjoy it. And you just won't like, you just, you'll forget about it. You'll get caught up on your cell phone or on uh, TV and you'll end up not doing an actual tasting. And so, you know, this is good to help avoid that as well, help you to remember to 
taste the whiskey and appreciate the whiskey for what it is. Uh, and that is probably one of the biggest benefits, probably the biggest benefit in terms of the hobby. Obviously, the physical and mental benefits are huge as well. Um, but in terms of the hobby, it really helps you to appreciate it again. And that is um, one of the best parts of participating in dry January because you get that feeling again where you're like, man, I'm excited to go into February and be able to taste a few new whiskeys and, and learn new things about it. Now, I mentioned, you know, I made a big deal about how this is going to help improve appreciation for whiskey, at least within me, hopefully within you guys. Um, and I wanted, for that reason, to revisit why we drink whiskey. We haven't really talked about this in depth since the very first episode of the show. And we are on episode 37 now. So it might be beneficial to go over it again. And we've mentioned it, you know, here and there, uh, especially in conversation with my guests. But I wanted to mention why we drink whiskey. And I went through this in the first episode, and I think I broke it down into three parts. Those three parts being, you know, there's the obvious fact that you get buzzed and it helps you loosen up. And if you're stressed out or something, it can be helpful. But it is a band-aid. It is not fixing the problem if you're stressed out. I just want to make that very, very clear. Um, But every once in a while, it can help take the edge off. Also, the social aspect of it. Um, The social aspect of it, hopefully, is very obvious to those of you who are participating, you know, in in sending questions in and also commenting on the Instagram and on the TikTok and seeing all the positivity that there's been on there, which has been fantastic, by the way. Thank you guys all for that. Um, The social aspect of it is great. I mean, it brings people together truly more than a lot of other uh, things do. It's one of those hobbies that branches across social class and across political views and everything and just brings people together. And so that's one of the other very big benefits of uh, drinking whiskey. And then the last one, and this, this is the biggest one, right? This is the reason that I say most people get into drinking whiskey. And it's not just the flavor. Oh, yeah, the flavor's in there somewhere as well. Uh, maybe I lumped that in with getting buzzed. I don't know. Um, but the flavor of it, it's very complex. It's very delicious. Uh, but the biggest thing that I truly think is the reason people drink whiskey, I think it's also the reason people do wine tastings and cigar tastings. That reason is because of the mental benefit that you get from pausing your day, taking a breather, being present right here, right now, and trying something that is so exquisite and so well-crafted. I think that that is the biggest benefit that you get from drinking whiskey is you really are present here and now. It's it's almost meditative and it helps you to hone in on this glass of whiskey and put everything else aside for a few minutes. And that is probably, my, well, it's definitely my favorite part of drinking whiskey, but that is probably most people's favorite part of drinking whiskey, whether they put it to words or not, because I think a lot of people don't put it to words. And they don't think about it. And that's totally cool, obviously. But I think that that is what they're experiencing. And they just haven't put it to words yet. Uh, So I think that is probably one of the biggest benefits for the majority of people is that meditative effect that you get from doing it. And I know for sure cigars are the same way. 
And uh, similar with whiskey and cigars, with cigars you have like a humidor and you have to take care of it. Similar with like a whiskey collection, you know, you collect them, you put them up on your wall or you display them nicely. It's almost in a weird way, both of those things are almost like like a meditative practice like rock gardening or something or actual gardening, something like that, where you're taking care of something that people can see and you're making it look nice and those sorts of things. And also there's the collecting aspect to both whiskey and cigars, which is also, you know, very enjoyable. But that is my idea behind why we drink whiskey. And I went into it, I think, a little bit more in depth in the first episode, but I wanted to revisit that uh, because, first of all, for people who didn't listen to the first episode and have just kind of caught on since the first episode, and then also I wanted to revisit that because I want to mention, you know, if whiskey has these positive mental effects, these positive meditative effects, stress relief, those sorts of things, then could it be bad to take a break from it for a month? The answer is kind of maybe, right? So we could be cutting out a good thing for a whole month. But my rebuttal to that is that we can do other things throughout the month of January in order to, you know, still have that kind of meditative effect, still have those positive mental effects. First of all, there's, you know, real meditation. There's actually just meditating, taking a break from your day. I am by no means uh, a master on meditation. Uh, But when I do quote unquote meditation, it's usually more of just advanced relaxing, taking a break from my day, controlling my breathing, being present, those sorts of things. You can also do similar hobbies that make you feel that sort of a way, which would be like smoking cigars or like reading a book, working out, all hobbies where you have to be present in order to do them. Uh, Maybe not reading a book so much, but uh, you still are engaging in a mental activity that can help to reduce stress, I guess, is, is my point. So there are other things that you can do uh, to replace this this hobby of drinking whiskey. And I think most people, you know, that's not going to be the permanent replacement. Uh, if you become addicted to alcohol or anything like that, then these sorts of hobbies can be great to be permanent replacements. And I'm sure there's something out there that would be a really good replacement. But I do think that, uh, at least for the month of January, for those of us who are just doing this for the month of January, you can find a pretty decent replacement. Maybe just try out some new hobbies and, you know, take a break. And also, you'll still have this podcast to listen to once a week and take a break from your week. And I will still be posting episodes regularly, even with COVID, because I care about you guys that much. So I will continue recording and posting once a week throughout the month of January, as I mentioned. And the content is is still going to be very similar just with no reviews. So those are all different things that you can do to replace the hobby of drinking whiskey for the month of January if you decide to go on this little bit of a journey with us and take uh, dry January seriously and try to do it. And I think another important thing that can come out of dry January sometimes is that you might think this is going to be super easy and then it ends up not being super easy. And that is, I think, an important thing to notice when it happens is like, oh, wow, I thought this was going to be easier than it is right now. So 
it's a good thing to notice that if you think it's going to be easier and it's not, uh, that maybe you are drinking more than you realized, or maybe it just helps you realize, oh, this is why it's good to deny myself things that I could have. And I don't want to come across like I just have the key to everything and I totally get it and I'm awesome or anything like that. These are just the reasons that I engage in dry January, the reason that I think it's beneficial and the reason that I am doing it. Um, but once again, if you think this is all just jargon and doesn't matter, then that's totally cool. And you can have a glass of whiskey and listen to the podcast like you probably normally do. Unless you're driving, don't have a glass of whiskey if you listen to the podcast in your car. (laughs) Uh, But aside from that, those are all the major reasons that we will be engaging in dry January. And we do have some exciting stuff coming up. As I mentioned, we've got the giveaways, we've got cigars coming up. So have a cigar ready for two weeks from now, January 16th. Have a cigar ready for that episode. Um, If you want to sit back and have the cigar during the episode, that's highly encouraged. Uh, But I I haven't figured out yet if we're going to be having a cigar during that episode or not because I record this in my basement. I'm obviously not having a cigar in my basement. So i got to figure out how I want to record this if I'm going to record it with a cigar. Um, I haven't determined yet uh, if we're going to do that or not. It might be a little bit unorthodox, but we will for sure have an episode on cigars where my guests and I will either be having a cigar actively during the episode, or we will be uh, taking some notes during the cigar and then recording an episode about the experience that we had with the cigar. Uh, I don't know yet. We're going to figure that out. But I think it's going to be pretty exciting. It's going to be a good time. And so I'm really excited to do that. And I hope you guys are looking forward to dry January as much as I am. And I am certain that we will all be looking forward to not dry February (laughs) as much as each other. I'm sure we're all going to uh, be looking forward to that. So once again, guys, thank you for listening. And thank you for hearing me rant about dry January. I hope some of you found some value in that. And I hope some of you decide to go through dry January with me and find some value uh, in it with me as well. I should add, you know, if you are a few days into January, if you're a week into January and you're just listening to this, or you just got done trying all the whiskeys that you got for Christmas or whatever, uh, and then you want to start dry January, it's never too late to start. Taking three weeks off from drinking is certainly better than taking no weeks off from drinking. So I highly encourage everybody to join me. I think this is a really good way to show to people, you know, this isn't just a hobby about getting drunk. This is a hobby about tasting whiskey. It's not about getting drunk and it's not about the alcohol. Anyhow, I'm going to get off my soapbox, and I am thankful that you guys are all listening and have listened thus far. I'm so excited to go into a new year with such an awesome listener base and such awesome listeners who participate and send me questions and all of those things. So as always, do not forget, learn to drink, drink to learn. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, please make sure that you tell anyone you know who you think would be interested in the hobby or in the podcast. That way we can help to spread the word and continue to grow. Please also make sure to review the show on Apple Podcasts and share our posts on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs or on TikTok at whiskey noobs podcast. Uh, It only takes a couple of minutes and it really does a lot to help spread the word and grow the podcast. Also, there is an email list for the show. If you'd like to join, you can just send an email to whiskey noobs podcast at gmail.com and in the subject line put email list i will add you to the list and then you'll be updated every month with the whiskeys that we will be drinking on the show throughout the month that way you can drink right along with us and see if you're getting the same notes once again thank you so much for listening to the show
The Whiskey Noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol.